Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 70. So it's a bit of a milestone, even though I don't think we'll get a badge for it. We'll probably have to wait for number 100. But nonetheless, it's great to have reached number 70. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host is Sirtop, the data scientist. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. Well, I had a terrible game week 16, so I would prefer to skip <laughs> our weekly review, but I guess I can't avoid it. So yeah, third up, let's start with you. How did your game week go? Um, my game week went well. I finished with 66 points and then I'm in 19K overall rank now. Oh, wow. Um, That's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> so the last uh, game of the game week, like Tottenham's game, actually uh, turned the game week around quite a bit. It's Son giving 17 points. Yeah. And from Pedro Porra, I got five. Um, I mean, besides that, obviously, Salah captaincy was big and I was really excited uh, about, you know, what the potential increase will be or the size of the green arrow. But then yeah. <laughs> we learned Holland is not even in the squad. So yeah. everyone got... Salah. Almost everyone got Salah as their captain. Uh, <laughs> Almost captain. everyone. <laughs> Almost everyone. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, right. So suddenly his like effective ownership jumped quite a bit, so that the impact I got from his captaincy is reduced. But I mean, I don't complain much. I got a green arrow at the end, and then I was also checking your score, and then I said, "Oh no, boss will be really, really sad this episode." What happened? Yeah, I was uh, sad yeah, during the weekend. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. Uh, well, I didn't have the vice captaincy armband on Salah. I had it on Darwin. So, yeah, I think on the one hand, that's probably a lesson for me to give the vice captaincy a bit more consideration. But on the other hand, um, it was a bit intentional as well, I must say, because um, yeah, it was quite sure that Darwin would start. And I didn't mind to take a punt in the game against Palace. So, of course, in hindsight, we can say that was not so smart. Uh, and for sure, it didn't work. But okay, it is what it is. Uh, and on top, well, I don't own Son. So uh, that also didn't help. Uh, you just mentioned that Son had a great game. Uh, final game of the, the weekend against Newcastle. I don't think we expected a big score there. But Spurs uh, really did well. Uh, and Son, uh, two assists and a goal, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, he's, uh, Son is 37% owned. So that also uh, had a big impact for me. So, yeah, the end result was 34 points and a game week rank of 6.6 .6 million. So, yeah, that's, that's really bad. And I think I can say now officially that my season is quite ruined. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll keep uh, I'll keep trying. I'll keep challenging myself to keep making gains and uh, try to end as high as possible. Uh, let's see. So I, I believe in you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's switch attention and to the upcoming game week. Uh, let's start with our fixture ticker. Sure. Did you observe any noticeable differences? Uh, and let's just take a look at the best teams here. Yeah, certainly. So we have uh, Manchester City at the top of our fixture ticker. They have the best fixtures or best projected point averages, I should say. Yeah. Uh, they are playing against Crystal Palace this game week, which is a great game. 
Uh, they have a blank in 18, and then they are playing against Everton in 19, Sheffield United in 20, Newcastle in 21, and then Burnley in 22. All of them are uh, wow. making their ma- making it to the top 10 percentile in yeah. our fixture ticker. So all of them are right. good fixtures, both defensively and offensively. Yeah. Um, and then in the second rank, we have Arsenal playing against Brighton. Uh, so in our fixture ticker, it is marked as a favorable fixture offensively, but not defensively. Yeah. Um, and then they also have, in this horizon, they have West Ham in 19, and then Crystal Palace in 21, and then Nothing in Force in 22. So uh, mm-hmm. four out of six fixtures are favorable. Um, okay. So Liverpool's <laughs> Liverpool is at the third place, and they're... Yeah. Only favorable fixture is actually this game week against Manchester United, and it is favorable okay. offensively. Um, yeah. This looks like a trend. Um, I think we will have a look at the uh, game week odds uh, in a second, too. Yeah. It looks like uh, most models are assuming that Manchester United's defense is much worse than what it was. Um, yeah. So it's marked as a like favorable fixture offensively, and then yeah. Uh, again, we will see, but Salah is the optimal captain in most models. Okay. Um, in fourth place, we have Chelsea playing against Sheffield United. Obviously, a mm-hmm. good fixture defensively and offensively. Yeah. And then, following the order, we have Newcastle, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Brighton, West Ham, and finally Manchester United among our mm-hmm. uh, best teams in terms of the fixture quality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks good. So um, mm-hmm. probably we need to invest in uh, Man City then, even though yeah they do have the the, the blank in game week eighteen, and uh, I think everybody is still wondering what happened to Haaland and if he will be back for game week seventeen. So uh, probably we will not learn a lot during the next days. We'll probably mm-hmm. just have to be patient, or maybe Pep will surprise us during the next press conference. <laughs> Apparently, he sounded more positive yesterday. So let's see. Um, and then, yeah, you covered Man United. They they struggle. Um, that's an understatement. <laughs> uh, also in the defense, unfortunately, now it seems Shaw got injured again. So yeah. uh, they really have a lot of injuries. Um, and uh, yeah, Salah with Liverpool, they play at home at Anfield. So it's a good game. And I think some other people pointed out at, on Twitter as well that Salah has quite a good track record against uh, United, even though... I think you and I talked about it before. It's quite difficult mm-hmm. to to put too much value in that. There's not, I think, really a, a scientific proof <laughs> that you can. I, I hope uh, it's always... true. I mean, Salah will yeah. be my cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's more like uh, I guess you know players can have favorite teams they like to play yeah. against. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And Salah is in great form, of course, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, goal scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think another trend we, we can see probably is that some teams seem to get quite tired now in, in this busy season. Newcastle, mm-hmm. one example. Uh, they're also playing a big game uh, tonight uh, against yeah. Milan for the Champions League. So, yeah, um, also struggling with injuries. So, Newcastle, like for me, I have, uh, and I think most of us probably have a Newcastle defender, but I'm not sure if I will play him. Uh, against Fulham, who's also the the informed team at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So these are the top teams. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the bottom teams. 
and before we move on uh i just yeah. want to mention so we mentioned this last time but i i need to mention it again uh some of these manchester city point averages for the the, the future game weeks like 2021 22 not so much 20 probably but yeah they have some increase because of the possible double uh mm. double game week so it's right. not that manchester city's projected point averages against newcastle is 5.2 offensively it is uh against newcastle okay. and plus the probability of having a double ah, okay there's some so that's kind of factored in some kind yeah. of yeah so yeah. it is split between some of these potential game weeks but yeah right. when when it's announced we will have a better picture in mind yeah um and for the worst teams, we have Sheffield yep. United uh, topping this chart. Uh, they have Chelsea this week and then Aston Villa next week. And then yep. Manchester City in game week 20. So both, like all of these are uh, unfavorable fixtures. Yep. Uh, and then in the second rank, we have Luton Town. And then Crystal Palace, Nottingham Forest, Burnley, Brentford, Wolves, Fulham, Everton, and finally Bournemouth <laughs> at the end of this chart. Um, yeah, okay. not much to talk about these teams, I guess. No, yeah, I mean, we covered it before. Uh, you could maybe be a bit surprised that Crystal Palace is showing up uh, so high here, meaning that they're one of the worst teams. Well, actually, in the table, you know, they're, they're not that bad. I think we also saw that uh, they, gave, they gave Liverpool quite a difficult game in last game week, so mm -hmm. um. Yeah, it's just that they have really tough fixtures, right? They play yes. against City now, also then Chelsea, Arsenal, all coming up. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's a difficult run for mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, great. Uh, let's look at the odds then for mm -hmm. next game week. Again, Rob T FPL prepared these game week odds, and yeah. looks like uh, I mean most of the things are as expected. Um, so. Just like last game week, uh, the team with the highest clean sheet probability is Manchester City with 52%. And guess who has the optimal goalkeeper? I do. <laughs> I didn't get yeah. the clean sheet last time, but I'm hoping... Did that it work I for you? No, it didn't. <laughs> well, this time it will. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, the surprising thing is Manchester City's expected goal against Crystal Palace is 28 and right. it's the exact same number for Liverpool against Manchester United. That's how bad uh -huh. things are for Manchester United, I think. Yeah. And this is Liverpool's uh, like third highest projected goal in the entire season so far. Okay, um, wow. Like 2.8 is quite, quite big. And clean sheet probability for Manchester United is only 6%. So it mm. um, looks pretty interesting. And it's like the United fans will have a tough weekend, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's what the models assume, but we will yeah, see. That's what the model is saying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, and I'm hoping, of course, that uh, Chelsea will uh, perform because I betted uh, on them in my yeah. uh, in my team. I have Sterling and Palmer. But yeah, last last week Sterling was on the bench, so it's a bit of a rotation risk there. And so I hope they will play and hope they will do well. Let's see. Yeah. And for people who are listening, Chelsea's expected goal average is two point six. Yeah. And so Sheffield United's clean sheet probability is only seven percent. So there's a big chance given to Chelsea about uh, their goal scoring ability. Yeah. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think the Newcastle against Fulham one is quite interesting. Uh, the clean sheet odds for Newcastle are 32%. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 decent. But I think you, you could expect it to be higher. But I think it reflects that, you know, Newcastle, as we just discussed, they might look a little bit tired. <laughs> they struggle a bit with injuries. And on the other hand, Fulham, uh, you know, they won now two times with 5-0. So uh, they've been impressive. Yeah. So that would be an interesting game, I think. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah, I hope uh, my goalkeeper will be back, Sanchez. But we'll talk about it mm-hmm. later. Not much news about him yet. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we covered the fixture ticker and we looked at the odds. The next chart is the individual player uh, charts, looking at the changes in EV. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, the ones that uh, have been gaining. Yeah, so again, we are using FPL Chase's idea here and his template yep. for these uh, top like EV changes. Uh, yeah. And at the top of the chart, we have Eze with 9.2 okay. uh, EV increase over the next six game weeks. Uh, All right. Pretty high. Um, yeah. And then in the so second... He was injured, so I guess the model is uh, assuming that he'll be back soon. Yeah, I think yeah. For this game week, it's on at zero point twenty five, not not a big right. change, yeah. not slightly increased. But for yeah. uh, you can see that in game week twenty, it is two point twenty eight uh, higher, yeah. and in game week yeah. twenty two, it's two point sixty seven. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think models are thinking that he will be back in a in two yeah. or three game weeks of time. Right. Okay. Um, and in the second rank, we have Turner. Uh, of Nottingham Forests and his EV increased 4.9 over the next six game weeks, and his EV increased especially for these uh, like upcoming two game weeks, game week 17 and 18. Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. I didn't realize it to be honest. Only just when we were talking here, preparing for the pot, that uh, Turner got his uh, spot back in the previous game. Mm-hmm. So that's quite yeah. an, an interesting development. Yeah. Yeah. So and let's see. This will be uh, like a Brighton scenario where the goalkeepers <laughs> will uh, take turns, or whether uh, Turner uh, for the longer term looks like a viable option again. It's something yeah, we'll have yeah. to uh, wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so in the third place we have Richarlison, uh, who played in the last game, and then uh, yeah. he scored a goal, right? Yeah, uh, even and then his yeah. EV increases three point seven to three, and one point oh five of it is coming only from this game week alone. So yeah, yeah. he's expected to start or like have enough play time, I should say. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's also because Richarlison had uh, for a lot in the game he had the number nine position, and, and Son moved to the left, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, it worked quite well, right? Son did well, Richarlison did well, and. Uh, uh, the coach, Anch, he also said afterwards that he quite liked that setup. So, uh, yeah, yeah it could, so that could look good for Richardson in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of it, I think Richardson is also in the optimal wildcard team. All right. <laughs> we'll talk okay. about it. Okay. Uh, and then Botman is, uh, like his EV increased 3.35 over the next six All game right. weeks. And mm-hmm. not for this game week, it's only 0.12. But the ma- ma- majority of this increase is coming from game week 19, where his EV is increased 0.91. So, so I think models are assuming that he will be back by game yeah. week 19-ish. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And then going over the list, we have Cabore from Luton, Adebayo from, again, Luton, uh, Boli, Nottingham Forest, Fabianski from West Ham, Adingra in ninth position, mm -hmm. and then finally Grealish at the last, uh, as the last player in this chart, who's yeah. maybe increased. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Adingra, he's playing all the games. I think uh, there was a leaked lineup for tomorrow's European League game, and oh. apparently he will start again. So, okay. Yeah, let's hope he will stay fit and stay uh, healthy so we can keep playing. <laughs> he's nailed, you're saying? Looks like it, yeah. Is it a yeah. consideration for you at one point? Mm -hmm. No, not for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, you know, Brighton is an interesting game uh, team, sorry, because they managed to score every game so far. It's just quite difficult to, to bet on it there. Like, who will play, who will score? Uh, it's a bit more difficult for Brighton, I would say. Yeah. Okay, so these were the top players that gained an EV. So now we will look at the ones that dropped an EV. Sure. And most of these players are obviously players who got injured or yeah. got suspended or a yeah. question uh, because of like, it could be a rotation risk or maybe an injury concern. Yeah. Uh, but we have James uh, at the top of this chart who lost yeah. 5.8 EV over the next six game weeks. And majority of it is coming from this game week, 3.2. But I think he's out longer. Uh, so this should be spread. Uh, towards other game weeks but most models didn't update it so they just most models are just seeing that he's red flagged and then they're just instantly dropping the EV yeah. from this game week but it takes a while for them to realize that you know oh wait this this player is out for longer term yeah. so okay. hopefully towards the deadline we will get a better picture but yeah he, he will yeah. be on top again well, I saw something on Twitter saying that he'll, he might be out for 3 months so I don't know if that got confirmed or not but uh, so it sounds quite serious and so, of course, very unfortunate and very sad because yeah, sometimes we, we joke a little bit about it here in this podcast, right? <laughs> Whenever he comes back, we always say, yeah. let's see how long he will last. But yeah, it's really unfortunate because he's such a great player. Yeah. But uh, he, he keeps struggling with injuries. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And in the second ra rank, we have Rem from Fulham. And his EV is lost, especially for game week 18, around 1.2. And then okay. in total, it has five EV over the next six game weeks. Uh, not sure why. No. And in the third rank, we have Trippia, who lost 4.7 EV for the next game week. And you said he was suspended or? Yeah, uh, Trippia is suspended. Okay. And I'm just looking at Reem. So again, maybe something we didn't notice, but uh, he didn't play in the last two games. Okay. So before that, each game he played 90 minutes, and now he has two games with zero minutes. So it looks like uh, he lost his spot. And is he marked? Uh, in no, the no, okay. no, he's not. Yeah, it's an interesting one because a few weeks ago, I think people were sometimes commenting on that. Fulham was going for a good run of fixtures. Uh, some people were talking about Castagne and then I think some other uh, some other folks recommended to go for Reem because he's more nailed. Mm -hmm. But apparently, uh, it's not the case anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And. In the fourth place, we have Holland, who lost 3.4 EV for this game week. 
Yeah. Uh, well, again, I, I think it will be bigger if it's, it's confirmed that he will be out. If it is confirmed, uh, I should say. Um, and again, his EV for the next game weeks didn't change much. Uh, no. it's, it's only changed because of the, the team strengths are getting updated. Um, yep. But yeah, we will we will see. We will see. Yeah. And in the fifth place, we have Morris from Luton Town. Uh, his EV decreased across the horizon. I mean, almost every game week, it is 0.5 uh, EV loss. <laughs> I'm not sure again about what this is related to. Um, I think he also lost a spot. Just looking at oh. it again. Last game, he only played 18 minutes. The game before that, he played 29 minutes. Mm. So uh, he's been uh, coming on as minute a Minute risk, yeah. Yeah, minutes risk. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, Fernandez, who lost 3.6 EV for next game week. Yeah. So suspension. Um, suspension, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Douglas Lewis, 3.3. Is he also yeah. suspended? Also, yeah. Oh my god, so many. Are yeah. these all yellow card suspensions? Yeah, five yellow cards. I think there were quite some uh, players who had uh, four and they all got one oh. in, the, uh, in the previous in, or in the, the recent game week. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. Right. And in the eighth spot, we have Nkunku from Chelsea, who lost three EV, and most of it is coming from this game week. And... Oh, that's interesting, because uh, he's been pictured in training, so I saw some people talking about him, that he might play this weekend, but maybe oh, okay. the model is not so sure. Yeah. Mm, not sure what this no. one is related to then. Um, and then we have Wood in ninth place, and finally Isaac in tenth place, who lost EV. And that's, I think, because Wilson is back, right? Yeah. Wilson's played in the previous game and he mm -hmm. scored a goal. So it's a minute so, or uh, again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very useful, as always. Mm -hmm. So especially with the suspension, something to keep an eye on. Uh, as, yeah, indeed, a lot of players are on four yellow cards. Some of, now, some of them received their fifth. But there are still some left with four yellows. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, then I think we can move to the optimal team. Optimal wildcard team. Uh, I, I mentioned this to you, but uh, when I was running this earlier, I forgot to <laughs> enable the wildcard option. And right. then I was really surprised that, oh, this team looks really like my, my own team. Like, And I was <laughs> really happy. Then I realized I didn't yeah. enable the wildcard uh, option. Ah, but, yes. Well, there's still lots of like intersection. Uh, we have Ederson in the goal. And then in defense, we have Gabriel, Colville, Alexander-Arnold, and uh, Pedro Porro. And in yeah. midfield, we have Salah, Richardson, and Son. Okay. And in forward, we have Watkins, Solanke, Alvarez. And in the bench, we have Leno, Andreas, Paul, and Douglas Lewis. Um, it's an interesting team. It rolls the, the transfer in game week 18. And then in game week 19, it buys Zinchenko by selling Pedro Porro. And in oh. game week 20, it sells Salah for Eze and upgrades Solanke to Holland. Okay. And then in game week 21, it replaces Son with Saka. So, wow. I mean, these transfers make sense. I mean, they're sensible uh, transfers, I will say. Uh, and then it starts without 
Pardon, because of the I, I assume this the, the the uncertainty around uh, Holland's minutes as of now, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's an interesting team. Yeah, it makes sense. On the other hand, I think so far we've seen that the big players have been performing right, like Salah, Son, maybe uh, Holland a little bit less, but uh, those guys I would say are quite fixture proof. I mean, I sold Sun two weeks ago and I quite regret it mm. uh, because, you know, whenever uh, Tottenham scores a goal, it's very likely that he's involved and uh, they play very attacking football, as we know. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if I would do that again, selling Sun. <laughs> uh, so you disagree with the model selling Sun for Saka? Yeah, well, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a decision I made as well because I was thinking if I sell Sun... Then I, what I did, I got Sterling and um, uh, Sterling, and who else did I get in attack? Uh, oh, sorry, I need to need to <laughs> do this again. What did I do again? Oh yeah, I went for Darwin. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, because it's a consideration I had as well, and that's what I did. You know, I, I saw I sold Son because then I could spread the funds. So I got Sterling and Darwin instead. So it helped me to get, let's say, on paper, a better attacker. But mm -hmm. yeah, didn't really work out. So that's of course also again in hindsight. But uh, yeah, I mean, just looking at the season so far, as I said, I think the big the big names are are quite reliable. In a way, it makes the game also boring. I think some people commented on that as well, right? Because a lot of the teams uh, have the same names, have the same players. But yeah, I think if you want to do well in the game, yeah, you need to go for the reliable players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit my conclusion now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I again like as I always say, yeah. Uh, like going for Sterling or like these kind of decisions. I mean, they. Like we often look from the hindsight perspective. I mean, Son had a tough fixture. No yeah. question about it. But like, yeah. I mean, he him getting seventeen points that really hurt your dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm still hoping uh, Sterling will uh, pay back. <laughs> I had on him with the game now coming up against Sheffield. So you know, maybe next week I'll be smiling. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but for the rest, no strange things there. I think, yeah, Bournemouth's been doing really well and uh, some good upcoming games. So I think Solanke can definitely be a consideration. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Anything else you wanted to cover on this one or otherwise we can move to the captaincy chart? Uh, we, before moving to the captaincy, let's talk about oh, yeah. uh, AFCON and Asian Cup dates. Yeah. Again, Rob the FPL from our Discord prepared this graphic. You might have seen it on Twitter. Uh, I think uh, some big, bigger accounts also shared it. Um, but yes, yeah, starting with the African Cup of Nations. Um, so there are some key players who won't be available in Gaming 21. So let's yeah. go over those players first. We have Onana, Mubemo, Salah, uh, Decor, Kudus, Adingra, Avoni, Visa. Foster and Jackson, they oh, okay. won't be available in Game Week 21. Right. Uh, and then in Game Week 22, um, it is a question mark for teams who do not uh, proceed to the round of 16. And right. for teams who move to the round of 16, they won't be available again. 
and then in the quarter for the, for those teams who made it to the quarter final, those players won't be available in game week twenty three. Yeah. And for the semi final and the final, uh, those players won't be available in game week twenty four. And again, every game week right after that is a question mark because they yeah. will be traveling, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we will see like which teams will proceed in the tournament, but this. This makes the EV projections a little bit tricky for models because they also need to predict when the, their teams uh, will be eliminated from the tournament so that they will right. be back. But, yeah. And similarly, the Asian Cup uh, is very much you know, similar in terms of uh, which dates the players won't be available. Um, yeah. And the key players here are Tomiyasu, Son, Mikama, Mitoma and He-chan. Yep. Um, none of them will be available in Game Week 21. And then depending on where they end up with, so Round of 16, Game Week 22 is out. Uh, for quarters and semifinals, uh, Game Week 23 is a no. And for teams who made it to the final, Game Week 24 will be, uh, those players will be unavailable. And obviously the winner won't be, uh, won't be available. And then the game week after that is again uh, there's a risk because of travel but yeah, yeah by game week 26 all of them will be back so okay. after that we, we will need to deal with the blanks and doubles instead yeah that's a great point um and i think it's something that we need to start considering now uh, with our transfer plans mm-hmm. uh looking at it, it can also make fbl quite interesting i think yeah because some yeah. popular options like sala and son well, yeah, in the yeah. worst case, you'll be missing them four to five weeks. Um, yes. You know, they play for good countries, uh, Egypt and Korea. So likely they will make it through yeah, one of the final rounds. So I think at least you should count on three weeks missing them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like likely four weeks. Um, so yeah, we'll have to look for other options that can make the game quite interesting again, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 Let's see. All right, cool. Thanks for covering that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, Rob, as well. Um, and I think after this one, then we can move to the captaincy chart. Yes. Captaincy, the optimal captain this week is Salah. Uh, okay. Like against Manchester United, which is interesting. Yes. Because you usually see players who are playing against, you know, some of the weaker teams as optimal yeah. captains. So Manchester United is an interesting thing to see here. Mm-hmm. His point average across all the models is seven point uh thirty two. And okay. and then we have Son in the second place, uh yeah. in this chart, and his EV average is six point three. Yeah. Uh, so almost one EV between Salah and Son. And then hmm. we have Solanke, Saka and Palmer in the fifth place in the ensemble. So meaning hmm. the average of these models. Yeah. Um, but Solanke is the optimal captain in fantasy football fixes model. He's ahead of Salah, very close, but he's like zero zero point one three higher than Salah. Um, and then I see Palmer and Sterling in second and third places in fantasy football Scott's model. So mm-hmm. seeing Sterling here maybe made your heart, you know, get warmer a little bit. Yeah, well. At least uh, I'm happy that the scout is projecting it because uh, <laughs> the rest of the models don't have much trust in Chelsea, it seems. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they have a good fixture, of course, at home against Sheffield. So yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking to go for a Chelsea player as captain. Oh, you do. But yeah, looking at everyone talking about Salah now, and uh, yeah, it is an appealing game, of course. Liverpool is in, in good form. United is not. United is struggling with a lot of injuries now. Also, Bruno suspended, so you know they will be quite weak, very low uh, on 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 trust. So um, yeah, Liverpool might have, might have a nice game, I guess. <laughs> so that's one thing. Data and Grass is agreeing, probably. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> on the other hand, you know, Eric Ten Hag, he's a fellow Dutchman, so yes, <laughs> I hope he can still turn things around. But it's not looking really good for him. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. So that covered the captaincy. And before uh, we move to the closing part and also mini league yeah. updates, can you talk about which jersey you're wearing today? Oh. Today, well, I was thinking because I'm out of jerseys, so I'm just wearing the Liverpool one again because, uh, you know, they are the league leaders and <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have a good game. So I thought, yeah, they deserve it. I should so you it. made your decision already with the captaincy after all. Uh, I don't know. That, that, that goes a bit too far. Uh, yeah. One change I did make this today, I had uh, Chimikas on the bench. But I put him in the team instead of Shar. So I was thinking, originally I was thinking, well, you know, Newcastle against Fulham. Uh, in Newcastle, I thought, well, I, sh- I have to play Shar. But uh, after the, re- the previous game, considering that they have a tough game in the Champions League, and considering that Fulham is in form, I thought, let's go for Chimikas. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, close call. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention for people who still have a wild card to keep in mind that yeah, you should use it pretty uh, soon. Uh, I think you can use it until game week 20 or before game week 20. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just a few game weeks left, something to keep in mind. Um, and then I still wanted to ask you if you already have any plans for the upcoming game week. Any any changes? Uh, uh, and the will be on Salah, I suppose. Captaincy will be on Salah for sure, and okay. I think when I checked the model earlier, it was selling uh, Archer for Solanke, but okay. not sure if that's the move I will do. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah. And how about you? Yeah, I need to monitor the goalkeeper situation. I hope we'll get some news in the press uh, conference on Friday. Yeah, as I mentioned last week, I brought in Sanchez, but then yeah, he got injured during the game, so that was really uh, unfortunate. And I also don't have a playing uh, reserve goalkeeper. So um, I might, maybe I'll just go for a, a better reserve goalkeeper. So I have that as a backup. Um, and for the rest, yeah, I don't think I'll be making changes. The team looks quite good, even though uh, it will be a risk again to go without Son. But uh, I'll probably just have to stick to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and for the captaincy, we already talked about it. So. Either a Chelsea player or Salah, I still need to decide. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did we cover everything from your side? Yes. Up? Okay, great. Then uh, let's still look uh, at the mini league. We have 351 participants, so it went up again. Thanks for joining, everyone. And you can still join. It's still open if you want to. The code is 0JSDLA. Matthew Allen capped the number one spot with his team Grand Haven Broncos. He had a game week score of 67 points and a total score now of 1,050 points. 
which makes him the number 207 in the world. Very impressive. Congratulations, yeah. Matthew. And Sertab and, and I were saying earlier that we have a lot of really good teams in our mini league. Yeah, like four teams <laughs> within the top thousand, and then all yeah. of these teams on the screen are in the top like almost 2,500. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Yeah. And we were hoping that's because you're listening to the podcast, of course. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's really great. It's impressive. Uh, at number two, we have the team Doom 9. Uh, or actually, that's the manager with the team Bloom. Uh, total score of 1,048 points. And on number three, it's the same manager as last week. It's Hirpal Sahuta with his team FC Sankt Hirpauli with 1,045 points. So well done, all three of you. And just to keep track of our young friend Wyatt Haswell, uh, he dropped to the number five spot, but that happened before. And then he managed to move back again in the top three. So Wyatt, uh, give it a try again. We're, uh, we're rooting for you. Hope it will work. <laughs> and if um, I'm not mistaken, he hasn't used his wildcard yet. So oh, okay. All right. That's a good one. So that will still come up. Yeah. yeah. He can still jump back. Interesting. Let's see how we will use it. Okay, well, that was it for today. Uh, this was FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 70. Thanks for listening and good luck with making your Game Week 17 decisions. We hope, of course, that your arrow will be green. I certainly hope that mine will be green. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll get notified when the next episode is released. And do follow us on Twitter. For Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. And for me, it's at Belfi BB. And you can also find FPL Optimized on YouTube. And until next time, stay curious and stay analytical. Goodbye. Goodbye.